Welcome to Living on the Exhale, a podcast designed to help us find inspiration, laughter, and growth in the messy middle of our lives. Each week, we explore ideas, inspiration, stories, and experiences that help us to grow, connect, and learn. So, if you're in need of a weekly dose of inspiration, laughter, and a reminder that you're not alone in this crazy journey called life, then this podcast is for you. And at the end of every podcast, there's a meditation to help calm your soul. I'm Stacey Berkovitz, your host, and together we find peace and embrace life one breath at a time. I really hope you've been enjoying the Love and Relationship series. I know it has been such a labor of love putting it together and such a treat getting to talk to so many people. We've covered human design and the Enneagrams. We've covered self-love and body love. We've covered being single and dating and finding your person and dating younger and marriage and sex. We've covered so much. And I would be completely remiss if we didn't do an episode about friendship because Friendship to me has literally been the best part of my life when it comes to relationships. When I was at the airport with my granddaughter Grace and in January, we were off to go see my dad, her great grandpa. We're standing in line in the family boarding area and this mom and her little girl and I guess the brother came up right behind us and the little girl (laughs) turned to Grace and she goes do you want to be friends and Grace said yes and so then on the plane ride they happened to be sitting across the aisle from us you know Grace and this little girl waved to each other quite a few times it was just like that hey do you want to be friends (laughs) and then fast forward to today I was having lunch with both my daughters And we were talking about friendship and they were just saying it's really hard at their age, they're 25, and it's really hard at their age to meet people to have friends with. Like the college time, especially for one of my, well, both of my daughters, it was COVID, right? So they didn't have the opportunity to really meet anybody. And both of them did so much of their college online. So that those connections just didn't happen. And it it made me so sad for them because friends are literally have been my saving grace in life. They, I just, and I've just always really appreciated the friendships that I've had in my life. I've talked before somewhere, maybe a course I designed recently, but, or maybe a, a earlier podcast. So I'm sorry if I'm quoting this out of context, but there's a saying that says reason season lifetime relationships. So there's either a reason that you met and spent whatever time with that person, a season of your life or a true lifetime friend. And just like so many other people, I have experienced all those. So I wanted to talk a little bit first about some friendships that fall into those categories. And then as adults, how we can truly expand our outreach to increase our friendship base. And I'm not talking about like people who like or follow you on social media. I'm talking about like the real friends, the friends that are there for you. 
So the first group of friends I want to talk about are friends I've had since elementary school and high school. And there, there's a group of us, there's seven of us, two of which I've known since I was six years old. And we have literally grown up together and stayed friends. And I would say maybe in our like 20s and early 30s, I'm being real, maybe for like 15 years of that, although we stayed in touch, we weren't as close. And then I think when we were around late thirties, I think it was one of our high school reunions when we saw each other, it was like, why are we not more in each other's lives? Of course you get busy like raising kids and married and all that kind of stuff. But we just realized like, what are we doing? We have these beautiful friendships. And so since then we've definitely kept in touch so much more. We go on trips with each other, usually every two to three years, and it's just been very, very special. Definite lifetime friends. And they know everything. I mean, not everything, but they know the real, they know the real raw you when you're little and that part of you that is always going to be with you. And then I had friends from college, from cheerleading in college, from student council in college, from church. And some of those friends I am not super close with, but I've stayed in touch with. So I would say a handful. They're generally on my social media. Um, So it's been fun to see each other's families grow and change. So those are like seasoned friends, but in, in essence, social media has created almost a lifetime feel to them since we still have are somewhat in each other's lives, even though it's pretty minimal. And then you have friends, if you've had children, you've ha- you have friends that are somehow connected to your kids, right? In one way. So one of my very dearest friends, I met her, tw- oh, yeah, almost 20 years ago. When my first three kids came into the country and they spoke no English, we spent the summer together and I was teaching them. And then when they started actual public school, they had to get in English as a second language teacher at school. And they got this wonderful teacher. And I was also an ESL teacher at the time. And so I was able to meet her. Her name's Carmen. And we became friends because she also had children my kids' ages. So she was not only my kids' ESL teacher, but her own children were the same with my son and then my twin daughters. And we have stayed friends, close friends for 20 years. And she knows pretty much everything that's happened to me in the last 20 years that have that has any significance. I'm like, you know, like you have so much blackmail on me for all my mistakes in life um, and all the goofs and all the sadness and, you know, just my whole story. And I know hers and we definitely have experienced each other's stories. The craziest part is we live in the same Metroplex, the DFW Metroplex, but I probably only see her once a year, maybe twice, but we talk on the phone. She's the person I talk on the phone with the most. So maybe we can call that our phone friend, but she's just so important to me. And then you have work and career friends. So people that you've met through your jobs throughout the years. And I've been really, really fortunate to meet some incredible people that have become soul sisters to me 
in the times that I've met them and worked with them. And then we continued after and goodness, I just feel, I know I just said that, but I just really feel fortunate because you spend so much of your waking hours at work. So much of your life is at work. And so to be able to have friendships and people that you can connect with on just various levels, but deep levels is just really special. So then I'm my work friends. And then I've been teaching Zumba almost 13 years. And so I have my Zumba community of friends, which are loving, fun, embracing, kind, happy people who I just treasure. And then there are friends who maybe have come into my life again. Like I have a friend in Arizona and he, you know, I knew him in college and then I hadn't seen him for years. And then during the pandemic, he started taking my virtual Zumba classes and it was just so cool to reignite that friendship again. And he's been just such a supporter. I feel very grateful for him, even though he lives in another state. And then I have friends who are just those cheerleaders in your life. Just they know what to do and what to say. Lori and Kim, I'm talking about you. And they're just special. They're really special. And they're like that for everybody. They're just special people to have in your court. And so these are just a few of the friends that I've met. I've been single now on and off, but since my divorce almost 11 years ago. And so I've done quite a bit of dating in that time. Some things have turned to relationships. Sometimes I've gone periods of no dating, but there are people that I met through dating that have become friends and platonic friends. Either we dated and it didn't work out and we stayed friends or we never dated. Maybe we went on a date and we're like, hey, you're cool. I don't like fancy you in the romantic way, but hey, you're really cool. And so we've stayed friends. And of course, that sometimes is a seasonal thing because once somebody has a relationship, that changes a bit, right? So, but it's been great. There's just been so many different opportunities to meet people and have friendships. And then there's also random people that you meet on airplanes or in grocery stores or online or whatever it is. And you keep a connection, although it's not a daily connection. It's it's a, a season connection or maybe a lifetime connection. So if you're thinking, okay, yeah, that's great. Thanks for going over all your friends, Stacy, but I want to grow my friends then let's talk about it. Let's talk about how you can really open yourself up to more friendships. And when I say more friendships, again, I'm we're not talking numbers. What I mean by more, so let me add a word to it, is more meaningful friendships, more connected friendships. And there's varying levels. You have your hey, let's go out on a Friday night and grab dinner friends. You have your I'm having a, a very distressful time in my life, friends. You have your let's just joke around, friends. You have yours let's debate politics and religion and all the stuff, friends. And they're all equally important and valuable. It's just just like everything else, not all, all of them are going to fit into a box of this is everything that this friend has to be. I mean, that's kind of the beauty of having different types of friendships is just like you are to them, they are to you, whatever the certain connection needs to be, whether it is that deep, connected, 
important conversations, person you can turn to, or it's that person who you call because you just need to laugh. There's so many different facets and different types of friendships. Okay, so having said all that, if you're looking to grow your friendships and really meet some new people, here's some I, here are some ideas for you. So first and foremost, do what you love. Do what you love doing. If you love dance or you love ping pong or you love pickleball or you love football or you love, you get where I'm going with this, right? Whatever you love and wherever you would want to be, go there. So if you love pickleball, join a pickleball league, meet people that way. If you are really into football, join a fantasy football league and maybe see what's going on in the area for football watching games. You can tell I have no idea. I'm not into football that much. So I don't really have good good advice for how to meet your football buddies. But there's a lot. There's there's the what do they call the pregame things? The oh I can't think of it right now. The rah 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 and let's barbecue um whatever it's called. <sighs> yeah. It'll come to me. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is to go to places that you actually want to be in, enjoy being in, and then find people there. Find your people there. So that is so important. And then find both like-minded people and people that challenge you. You may not agree with somebody, but what they have to say to you will keep you thinking outside the box and outside your own perspective. So maybe that is attending a different church or a different synagogue or a different religion totally just to get some new perspectives. Maybe it's going to a po- the opposite political party rally that you would normally go to and just learning from people. Or if you're like, oh, heck no, then go to the political party you you favor because that's people that you have stuff in common with and see if you can make some connections there. Volunteering. So doing volunteer work is a great way to both help other people and then also connect you to people with great hearts. Um, another really great very interesting and easy way to connect to people is what are your kids doing if you have kids and then meeting people that way? What about your religious organizations? Or if you are really interested or involved in something, some work active, post work activities, outside work activities, but with work people, seeing if there's any organizations connected to your work. Now, these are just ways that you, places you can put yourself in to meet people. At the end of the day, it is up to you to approach people, to smile at people, to ask questions, to connect. And I do think Gen Z, in some ways, not all, because they've been basically raised on their phones, they have a more difficult time connecting eye to eye, but I think they crave it because it's part of the human experience to have these connections. So if you're in the older generations like Gen X or a millennial, it probably feels a little bit easier or more natural to talk to people, even if you're an introvert, because we, (laughs) 
We didn't always have phones. But anyway, side note, when you're at these places, go up and ask questions to people, compliment people, tell them what you like seeing them do, introduce yourself, smile. It may feel completely unnatural and weird at first, but somebody's got to make the first move and why not you? If you really want some connections to happen, you just got to do it. All right. The last thing I want to talk about with regards to friendship is how to make time for it. When you're in the adult season of your life, whether you're raising kids or you're busy with work or whatever, in general, people are just busier. So what are some ways that you can make sure that you're including friend time into your life? Because those friendship relationships are sometimes life-saving and your kids won't be with you forever you know, your partner may or may not, that relationship may or may not be sustainable long-term, but some of these friendships will really be what keeps you, your sanity going, and you'll be that for, for those important friendships too. So how do you make time for it so that it's not a crisis call and that's the only time that your friends hear from you? First and foremost, look at your calendar. Now you can schedule once a month, twice a month, three times, whatever, you know your calendar, but at least once a month, block out a time that you call friendship time. Now that friendship time can be calling a friend that you are really close to, but don't get a chance to talk to. It could be lunch with a friend, dinner with a friend, going for a walk with a friend. It doesn't matter what you do. At the end of the day, that is sacred space on your calendar. That's like, I can look forward to the friendship time. So put it on your calendar, block it off. It's more important than your laundry in the long term. So make sure to make time for it. The second thing is think of ways that you can stay in touch. We are so lucky to have I'm in so many group, different group chats with different friends groups, and it's fun. They're just, they're different types of friends to me, but think how you can stay in touch. Is it a group chat that you create? Is it a, mm, a once a month or once every mo- other month um, Zoom call that y'all jump in on? What are some ways that you can stay connected to your friends? And the third thing is, how can you serve your friends? How can you show up for them? Start thinking of ways that you can be there for them. Now we're all busy. We are all busy, right? Hence the scheduling and hence the staying in touch virtually in some way. But how can you show up for your friend? How can you sustain the friendships that are the most important to you? Just think about that and see if anything sticks with you or resonates with you that you want to try. I hope this has been a valuable episode for you. Funny funny enough, I had recorded a totally different episode about friendships and I sat on it and I was like, that's not what I want to say. And so I re-recorded this in bed at 11 o'clock at night to say really what's on my heart about friendships. And I just want you to know that you are important in someone's life and they are important in your life. So make sure that you call and tell a friend how much they mean to you. 
Sending you all love. Let's get ready to meditate. Welcome to this meditation about friendship. Please sit down in a comfortable seated position or lie down. And if it's safe to do so, close your eyes. Inhale through your nose for a count of four. Exhale through your mouth for a count of six. Inhale for a count of four. Exhale for a count of six. Inhale for a count of four. Exhale for a count of six. Listen to these affirmations while placing one hand on your heart. I am surrounded by the love of my friends and family. I feel safe and happy whenever I am with my friends. I'm enjoying the company of my closest friends. I get along well with everyone I meet. I can talk to groups of people and remain calm and confident. I am friends with beautiful, kind people. My friends and I support and rely on each other. I deserve and have positive, fulfilling relationships. Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. Place your hand on your heart. Together we find peace and embrace life one breath at a time. Thank you for joining Living on the Exhale. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would so appreciate a five-star rating and make sure to subscribe. Subscribe.